0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. I hope you are really, really well. I know some of you are in lockdown and having lots of challenges and some of you may be off track already, even if you planned to have the best year yet. This is very common at the end of January, regardless of what challenges we are facing. I think sometimes we are so excited about a new year and we have all the best intentions, but then we may not be able to keep it up. I also think that the celebrations like New Year's and perhaps holidays can be distracting us from all the new habits and goals we want to create. Having experienced this many times myself, I often spend January having fun, spending time with my family and friends, taking time to think, plan and read. And I'm not too hard on myself. And then when February is here, I start getting more serious with my actions. And also after the festive season and perhaps some holidays, we may not have started all the healthy habits we wanted to. So if you find yourself in a similar situation, now is a perfect time to reset and get ready for the year ahead. Here are some of my tips on how to get back on track and make this year your best year yet. Number one, first be grateful for having had the time to actually take some time off and have some fun and and not really worry about the year ahead. Number two, if you haven't planned the year, go back to episode number 59, How to Plan Your Year. And do the exercises. I think this is such an important step in creating your best year yet. Because when you plan the year out, you realize how quick the 12 months or the 52 weeks goes. So it will certainly get you into action. I have my yearly planner on my wall in my home office. And I love having an overview over the year because it's all planned out. So it's so much easier to stay on track. Number three. Once you are clear on the year ahead, focus on the next 90 days, the next quarter. What are your goals for the next 90 days? What are your work goals, health and fitness goals, family goals, and your own personal growth goals? Once you are clear on that, map it all out in the calendar or in your diary, all the projects, deadlines, and actions. I only have the big things and the important dates and deadlines on my war calendar and the monthly, weekly and daily actions all go in my diary. Number four, as it's end of January when I'm recording this episode, I always focus on my health in February. It's my birthday in February and one of my dreams is to be healthier and fitter each birthday. So this is often when I reflect on where I'm at in terms of health and fitness and I plan out what this year will look like in this category for example i always do a cleanse or a detox after my birthday i try different things every year and this year I will first do a juice cleanse and then a more proper detox after that. I love doing these kind of cleanses and detoxes. And the only thing that really is hard for me is coffee. I love coffee and miss it. But once I'm off it, I love it too. And doing cleanses is more than just a detox. It makes you so aware of all the things that you do without thinking. Eating without thinking, drinking an extra coffee just because you have another meeting, Being on the phone because you need that fix, lots of great things come out after a good cleanse. So maybe try it. If you don't want to do a full-on juice cleanse or a detox, maybe there are things that you want to remove, things like sugar or other things that may not serve you, or you want to add things like a green smoothie or more veggies to your meals, or just focusing on hydrating properly. I think when you start the year being really healthy, everything else is much easier to accomplish. Number five. If you look at your year ahead, what habits do you want to have to support you? I think if we can add a couple of supporting habits to your life, it can make a massive difference. I frequently do 66 days habit challenges that I just love. I add things that I want to become automatic in my life and research says it takes about 66 days to form a habit. So this is why I do one thing daily for 66 days. At the time of recording, I'm doing two different challenges, ones that I started uh, around the new year, which is daily morning meditation with Dr. Joe Dispenza. I will link to that in the show notes. These meditations are often close to an hour long and kind of easy to skip when your schedule gets full. But when I do a challenge, I do it religiously for 66 days and I do not miss a day. Another habit I install in January is to Do afternoon exercise. So I go for a walk or run every morning as I love starting the day outside in nature. But I also want to do some strength and yoga, but I don't want to take my walks and runs away in the morning. So I now exercise daily at 4 p.m. for 30 minutes. I alternate between strength and yoga. I was never really into afternoon exercise until I started this and it gives me so much energy for the afternoon and early evening. I'm not saying this is for everyone, I'm just sharing what I'm doing and hoping this will inspire you to think about what can work for you. Number seven, what self-care and self-love rituals do you need to make sure you have in your life? If we look after ourselves, we have so much more energy to give to others. So what rituals or routines do you need to book in for the next 90 days? This could be an exercise routine. It could be a beautiful morning routine. It could be a dreaming routine where you work on your number one dream daily or weekly. What is your learning routine? This could be courses, podcasts or reading. And maybe there are other self-care or self-love routines or rituals that you want to add. I do day spa rituals where I turn off my phone for the day, spend a day at a day spa with my journal. I think these days for me is more refreshing than a week away on holidays. I often spend my birthday at my favorite spa. I start a day with my family and then I disappear for the day. And then I meet everyone for a birthday dinner. It's my kind of perfect birthday. For some, that might sound really, really boring. But for me, that is just a perfect way of celebrating, of getting one year older and wiser, hopefully. (laughs) Number seven, plan your ideal week. I love this exercise in my book, Your Dream Life Starts Here. This is where you plan your ideal days, weeks, month, and year. But if you are just starting out, start with the week. What would your ideal week look like? Think about different categories of your life, like work, business, family, relationships, friends, health, and fitness, passion and hobbies, your community, and of course, time for you. I will do another more detailed episode on this. But for now, just start planning out what you want to fit in. I book things in that I must do first, i.e. meaning the things that are really, really important to me, like my morning routine, exercise, working on my dreams, doing the courses I want to do, reading my business and projects I'm working on, my podcast, family and friends, as well as plenty of me time. If you can start putting in the things that are really important to you, there are less space to say yes to things you don't want to do and it's easier to say no I know a lot of you find it really hard to say no but if you do this there will be very little time left for things that you do not want to do number eight have a word for the year I love this as it gives me the theme of the year. This will be different for everyone. A few years ago, I had the word, which is kind of three words, <laughs> less is more. So I said no to a lot of things. I said no to most speaking engagement, meetings and interviews and podcast requests. So many things I said no to and I just thought less is more. This year, my word is action. I got so much I want to do this year And it's all so exciting. So if I want to fit it all in, I better take massive action every single day. So what work comes to mind for you that you want to have as a guide for you this year? Number nine, regardless how many amazing dreams and goals you have for the year, there will always be days where you don't feel like doing it at all. I think we can all relate to this. So what I do is to have a page in my journal where I write down all my whys. Why do I want to meditate daily? Why do I want to exercise daily? Why do I want to do my business projects? And why am I working on a dream that almost seems impossible? When I read that, I always know that even if it doesn't feel like at the moment when I'm reading it, I know that we all have days where we feel done and unmotivated and we will always get through it. I always find it so helpful to have that in my journal so I know why I'm doing things. And it always gets me motivated to keep going as well, even when I don't feel like it. Number 10, create a vision board. On the vision board, put all your dreams, goals, and things you want and feelings you want to have. If you look at this daily, it's so much easier to keep going. And add a sentence like... Life is short because when you look at the year ahead, it will go so fast and then the next year will be the same. And even if we get to live a really long life, life seems really short to me. So start now, plan your year, your quarters, your months, your weeks and days and take action daily. Imagine if you do all this where you will be a year from now. And last but not least, don't forget have fun because life is too short. I hope this episode was helpful to get you back on track. And regardless of when you are listening to this, you don't have to wait for a new year or a new month or a new Monday. Just start today. If you want to be around other like-minded dreamers, join my free Facebook group. I will link to it in the show notes. I will see you next week with another super inspiring guest, so do not miss it. And if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe and please give us a review. I am truly grateful for all the amazing reviews and I read them all. So thank you so very much. Until next time, don't forget to dream.